What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. On today's episode, I got my friend Baylor in the building. We're going to talk about the moves made around the NBA. What team did the most? What teams did the less? What team that did make moves is going to actually have a disappointing season? He's also a Lakers fan, so we'll get into some Lakers versus Bulls conversation, all that and more on today's Chicago Bulls Central. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. What's going on, Bulls Central? I got my boy, Baylor the Greatest, in the building. One of the people in this podcasting game who I think we started around the same time uh, with the Wake and Soul and what you do. And then, like, you, you have multiple podcasts like me. We've never officially talk sports on the podcast before we've done some shooting it behind the scenes but you're also one of my co-hosts on the breaks radio what's going on baby oh man another day another dollar <laughs> I, I just came i just came from the ucla game yesterday me and my son went to ucla football game how was that it was good we played against uh alabama state shout out to the hbcus uh my boy goatee is one of the coaches over there so it was a good experience that's what's up that's what's up that's what's up but, bro, so we got to talk about it, man. I, I wanted to bring you on not to talk about our teams specifically in basketball. You're a Lakers fan. I'm obviously a Bulls fan, even though I'm in Bears gear. It's Bears game day nonetheless, so that's why I'm in the Bears gear. But I want to talk to you generally about the the NBA, and then we'll talk about our teams too. Like, as far as, like, the offseason, every offseason there's a bunch of teams that makes moves, some teams that didn't make as many moves as their fan base would have liked. Uh, who's, whose moves this offseason have you been the most impressed with in the in the NBA? I think Atlanta, I think Atlanta's backcourt is going to be something to look after. Recently, we just seen uh, Donovan Mitchell head over to the Cavs. I yeah. thought that was a, I thought that was a lateral move. I think that just makes them Utah the East. But, uh, <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <laughs> but um, not, nothing, nothing too major, uh, nothing too major. I think, I think we're still going to see the same teams in the mix. Uh, it'd be interesting to see how your Bulls step up this year since they got a taste of that, you know, taste of that postseason, you know? Yeah, yeah. The the Bulls, it, it really comes down to health, I think, with them for the most part. Uh, it, I, I will say this. A big chunk of Bulls fan, fandom is not happy with the moves that they made this offseason. I kind of understand it. You know, man, you you say, and I, and I say this on this show all the time, but this kind of originated from you and us talking about hip-hop over on the breaks radio is that like we live in a microwave society everybody wants to see it right now and like mm-hmm. once the bulls didn't spend money and then it came out hey they're tr- they're avoiding the luxury tax bulls fans automatically went like down a path that i was just like y'all need to chill bro. y'all need to chill um but as far as the moves man i i, I really like what atlanta did i'm still I'm, I'm worried about the fit right they're gonna have a a a nice balance of offense and defense with DeJounte Murray and, and Trey Young. Um, I like it overall, but there's still so many other questions on that team. Like Collins, like what is he going to even be locked in this season? Like, I I, I don't know, man. I, I I think Collins is going to end up leaving. Eventually. So? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, I think eventually he's going, he's going to be out of there. Uh, the Clippers, you know, uh, a lot of them the consider, Clippers. yeah, John Wall, you know, yeah. I like the move, but it's the Clippers for me. You know, they, it's like, <laughs> we got to, that Clippers team goes as far as Kawhi Leonard's health. That's fair. That's, I, I look, I look at the Clippers moves. Like, I think, have we seen John Wall play basketball in the last 12 months? I think people would be more excited about the moves that they made. But, you know, there's a lot of questions around that team already, injury questions. And 
you know, yeah, John Wall was held out, not because of his health or anything, because everything outside of basketball. But it's like, I, I, I'm always one to be slow to give it to anybody who's been out of basketball that long. It's just like with TJ Warren going to the, uh, to the, what he went to the Sixers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm, I'm slow to like bring up that deal because like TJ Warren's been out of basketball for two years, bro. Like, yeah, if, if he was still bubble Warren, it'd be different. But it's like I need to see it. Man. Well, the Knicks, the Knicks took Jalen Brunson over making that trade for, uh, you know, Spider Mitch. So yeah, I think. But I, I think if they if they plan on landing a much bigger piece, I think that's okay because I think Jalen Brunson is a solid guard. I'll take him. You know, I'll take him over here in L.A. I, so when the Brunson thing initially started and I was like, well, like, how do we know how he's going to play without Luka? And then I actually looked at his numbers without Luka Doncic on the court. And he mm-hmm. still is like a 19, 8 and 4 player. So it's like, all right. Yeah. I mean, it's just the Knicks, bro. Like, I, I hate the Knicks. Like, Knicks are a team I absolutely hate that I actively <laughs> root against. So, like, it's hard for me to give that, the that, Knicks that, any credit. That makes, that makes perfect sense seeing who your team is. So I, Exactly. That, that totally makes sense. But, uh, again, I don't think there's too many moves that, that happen that I'm, like, propel the team to do better. I just, I just think the Atlanta backcourt will be different. I think the Cavs backcourt will be special. But I don't think it. I don't think it. I don't think it shakes things up in the East at all. See the the move that I and even on Lockdown Bulls, like my coach Pat over there, kind of disagree with me. I look at the Malcolm Brogdon being added to the Celtics as I think a bigger move than what people are making out. He brings that exactly a, what they were lacking. I think that that's is a good move. move. That's it. That's yeah. a good move. But he's just he's just not a household name for the casual fans. We know how yeah. important that is, especially when it get down to the postseason. That's a major move right there yeah. for a team for a team that has championship or or even deep playoff uh, potential. You got to make moves like that to to solidify a, a solid roster because you already know once it gets to the postseason, ain't too many cats coming off that bench. You know what I'm saying? It might it, it yeah. might be a, a a six to eight man rotation at best. You know what I mean? And, and and, and Brogdon is dead. He can go from being a being a starter to a six man. You know, that's fair. Yeah. And and I think they have officially come out and said that he will be coming off the bench, which if you're bringing Brogdon off the bench, that's that's a heck of a move there, brother. That's a heck of a move. Now, I want to ask you about something specific. Well, hey, who who won the offseason to you before we get into anything else? Who won the offseason? Oh, if you had to man. give it to a team, if I had to give it to a team, it, it will probably be out of maybe Boston and all. And I'm, I'm not going to lie. I like what the Clippers did. I like what the Clippers okay. did. What about what, what, what Minnesota did bringing in Rudy Gobert? I don't care about Minnesota. I don't care. I don't And then as far as Rudy, like Rudy needs to be that third option on a great team. Yeah. Or be that, that. Def- or be that defensive standout on, on the championship team. But as far as being one of the anchors on the team, I, you know, if Minnesota make it to the playoffs, I would be surprised. Wow. You got Minnesota not even making the playoffs? We got to see, man. We got to see. I'm not That's counting. a hot take, brother. That is a hot take. <laughs> I'm a big Anthony Edwards dude. And I like, I, I like I Anthony love, Edwards I, I, a lot. I, I, like, I like his game. I like I like yeah. his game. And it's hard to say whether he's he's a better player than a better actor. Because he's good on both sides. <laughs> that's that's a fact. That's a fact. Uh, what team, though, what move do you think a team made that is just not going to work? Me? Until I see it, I have no belief in Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland working out. And that may be maybe a little of my bias coming in as well. But, like, you look at a backcourt that's 6-1 overall. Yeah, they have great defensive men on the front court, But, like, 
Neither one of them are great defensively. And then you look at the usage. Both of them usage rates are in like in the 30s almost. That's a lot for two players to kind of figure it out in that first season. They may figure it out over time, but in that first season to figure out how to be dominant without the ball. You look at two players that are just used to having the ball a lot in their hands in Garland and Mitchell. I'm, I'm with you. So a lot of people thought I was hating on the Cavs when I called it a lateral move. Mm-hmm. Um, but now the Cavs got to figure out their identity now. Spider Mitch yeah. has been holding down Utah by himself pretty much. I mean, obviously nobody does it by themselves, but he was the anchor of that team. You go to the Cavs where they had already established a solid backcourt, you mm-hmm. know, and, and then they also made it to the – at one point they was number one in the East. It was short-lived, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But it was a jump because – Cavs hadn't been really anything since LeBron left. So it'd be interesting to see how the identity is spread out throughout that, throughout that roster. Um, and then they have to jail. We already know this. When the Heatles was put together, it took time for them to jail. And they had, our, they had championship uh, expectations off the bat. The Cavs are just trying to establish, establish themselves as a playoff team at this point. For so sure. I agree. For I sure. agree with you. All right, cool, cool. Now, one of the teams that did go into rebuild, the Jazz. How do you feel about what the Jazz did, giving rid of their two key pieces in both Gobert and Donovan Mitchell? They now have over 13 first round picks in the next like five years. How do you uh-huh. feel about like and they've gotten some young talent back as well? Let's not act like they just gave away all their talent and didn't get anything back. They they got some key pieces back and like O'Shea Baje. They got a uh, uh, Walker Kessler who we'll see what he develops to as a big man. Um, the, the Colin Sexton. They got they got some nice pieces back. How do you feel that they're handling their rebuild? I don't care. Like how you feel about <laughs> how you feel about the Knicks is how I feel about uh, Utah. I, that makes I hope sense. They, I hope they continue to to. Not literally, but I hope they continue to burn. Okay, I'm like I I am I am by, I'm behind Vernon Maxwell as far as how much I hate Utah. So wow, okay. I don't I don't really care how I don't. But it was always this is the crazy part. As a Lakers fan, I love they throwback. I love they throwback. Oh I yeah, they, I mean they have one of the best throwback jerseys in the league. Yeah. Let's be clear here, bro. Like and and, and to me, still the second uh, point guard of all time, the second best point guard of all time will always be John Stockton to me. Okay, but but outside of that, I don't care what they do. I hope they fail. I, I hope they fail as much. And I and I hate Boston. I love Boston's roster. I love the players that play for Boston. But mm-hmm. as a but as an organization, I hope Boston I mean, and Utah never win the championship. Yeah, that, I mean that makes sense for you, bro. You're a Lakers fan. So okay, how do you feel about the Jason Tatum Kobe thing in the finals, bro? I liked it. I respect it. He's, respect it, 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 it was a young, it was a young move. It was heartfelt and it was real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to pull. Hey, sometimes we look at these athletes as like robots. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And these are humans. And he was, he had an emotional connection with one of his favorite players. And he tried to pull some type of motivation during the finals to help him. And it didn't work out, but Yo, that's just one of those stepping stones he got to get over or whatever. But I, I wasn't knocking it at all. I thought it was actually dope that, yo, seeing Bill Russell wear a Kobe jersey, that melt my heart. Yeah, so man. seeing Tatum wear a, a, a purple uh, wristband with 24, we know what it is, bro. We know what yeah. the rivalry is, but we know what that Some things that are bigger than basketball. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, some things are bigger than basketball. And it's like Kobe's legacy, too, I think. Like it, it sucks, right? 
for him to be gone to realize how much he still impacted players that weren't even on the Lakers. Like, like even DeMar, like DeMar being a bull, he talks about Kobe all the time. And like the workouts that he does, he learned from Kobe and like just the, the legacy that Kobe still has. And even though he hasn't been gone a long time, but like that he has with these younger players, it, it's amazing to see, bro. Cause like even, even Booker, like Booker, you know, Booker is like a Kobe disciple. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's just good to see these young players hold somebody who deserves it in such reverence because we Kobe deserves every bit of that and more to be honest with you. And, and to be honest, it, the way they look at Kobe is probably, well, ain't no probably it's definitely how Kobe looked at MJ. You know yeah. what I mean? Because to them, Kobe is their MJ, you know? Yeah. So you just, you just got to respect it at that point. But I think Kobe, you know, we know Kobe, he wants you to win, but not over the Lakers. <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, th- 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 yeah. I mean, he wants you to succeed until you play the Lakers. It's like yeah, it's just like yeah. him, the, the thing with him and Derrick Rose. Like I think people forget. Like there was a, l- a little bit of time where they had a nice. Uh, and I'm not saying that it stopped. But they had a nice little relationship. But then I remember somebody asked him, like, "Well, are you are you passing the torch to Derrick Rose?" He's like, "I'm not passing him nothing. He can try to take it if he wants." It's, yeah. Like this yeah. is what you love about Kobe, man. You gotta love that about Kobe. He, um, he's he was always competitive, but he wants you to win too. You just gotta go yeah. earn it. It's not against him. Yeah, not against him. Not against him. Not against him. Uh, <laughs> so looking at like, um, th- let's talk about our teams. I-, I wanted to kind of put this on the back end, bro. How do you really feel? And this ain't no hate. I- I- I'm gonna throw some shade at you at some point. I am. But how do you feel about the offseason your team has had, brother? Yo, I was I was talking to my boy D Murph. Shout out, man. Why not sports? I was telling them if people really took what Pat Bev uh, said in his uh, intro uh, interview. Uh, personal no it was all jokes we wanted pat bev a couple of years ago yeah. we didn't we didn't get him to have that backcourt of pat bev and caruso that's just havoc and, and you know it, it, because of football is on today that's that's wreaking havoc in the backfield you know what i mean we're gonna have one cat yeah. that's gonna be all up on you and then we're gonna have caruso which y'all should know is gonna be in that passing lane you know if anybody was to bring showtime back is alice caruso you know um yeah. Our roster isn't what it was at, at, at you know, at, at as, as it is right now. So having Pat Bev and his arch nemesis and Russ, I like it because I like the competitiveness and I like the, I like the fact that they, uh, whether they doing it for the camera or not, them being teammates is, yo, we won championships with those type of relationships in the locker room. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if that's, if that's going to lead to another championship, obviously it's going to be off the back of Bron and AD the health of AD and the health of Bron, I'm with it. You know, my main goal is I want to see a guy that come from our city win a championship and to have Pat Bev win his first championship as a Laker. Yeah, you can't, you won't be able to tell me nothing. Listen, you, Pat, Pat Bev is a player that I think every, if you, he's on your team, you love him. If your team's playing against him, you hate him. That's just exactly. the type of player that Pat Bev exactly. is. And exactly. I respect players like that because they're respected in the league and almost I, I tell you what every team wants somebody like pat bev you can just say what you want every team would love to have a player like patrick beverly that's just going to go out and do, there are times where pat bev does stuff that his size should not allow him to do but guess what he <laughs> figures out a way to do it like but, um, but, but, but we also know that pat bev can be he can be that fly on the court yeah but you can tell off the court he's one of those cats that be like that'll take care of you yeah for sure for sure yeah for sure so what are your what are your pred- honest <laughs> predictions for your team? You think you guys make the playoffs? Do you think you, you think there's some quite do you think you hold on to Russ for the full season? How do you think this uh, is going? Okay, so here it is. I'm 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 50-50. I'm part delusional 
and okay. I'm part realistic. Realistically, if we if we have any type of injuries towards those main three, we don't have a shot. But as a Laker and looking at our history, being a privileged Laker fan is championship or bust. That's Same it. Thing. That's yeah. it. So we lose no matter if we lose in the first round or we lose in the finals. It was a failed season. That's how we that's I was born into royalty. I was born in 1982. We beat Philly in 82. You yeah. feel me? So I there's no other way to look at it. That's my franchise. I, I can't do nothing about it, even if I wanted to change it. It's either we win a championship or we don't. I don't care how good we looked in the playoffs, how good we looked in game seven against Phoenix or 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 Golden State. If we don't win a championship this year, it was a fail. And I know health-wise, if we can stay healthy it through, if we can get, I will say this, we're going to have our Knicks throughout the season. But if we're fully healthy come postseason, Oh yeah, y'all got issues. They got issues in the West. I mean, but I, I, but, I, 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 but, I, but I still, I still, I still respect and I understand what Golden State got over there. I cannot forget that. No, absolutely not. I also respect what Phoenix got over there. I think they need an extra piece to get them over that hump. Even though they did get yeah. to the finals, but we already know they got to the finals based off of the injuries in the West at that time. This is true. But they still yeah. got a team I, over there. They they got a team and they I mean depending on the matchups and stuff they can they can go pretty far in the playoffs. How how concerned are you about the future of the Lakers? And we know LeBron just signed a, a contract extension. You got AD there. I think for he's under a contract for another two years. I think. Yeah. Or is he a free agent next year? I know it's coming up sooner rather than it's later. coming up. It's coming up. That this is my concern. Okay. Even prior to getting LeBron, I did not know where the franchise was heading. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and it would, honestly, I've been feeling like that ever since Kobe retired. Where is this going to head to? You know what I mean? And then we started out with the AAU team where we had Lonzo and Kuz and all them cats. And it was fun. Nick Young. It was, it was just a fun squad. But we've never, as long as I've been a Lakers fan, we've never been without a cat, a household name. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I was yeah. born into the Showtime. That drifted off into, we took a couple of years off. That drifted into the the Shaq and Kobe era, and yeah. then after that, it was just it was just Kobe buying, not necessarily by oh, himself. You, you had a, a but I get as far as household names, it was just Kobe. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you can say that the, the the Kobe and Powell, you know, connection. We yeah. had that, and then after that, it was you know we took what six years off, yeah. took six years off, and then boom, LeBron James. So we don't know how it is without a top five player in the league. That's, you know that's, what I mean? That's, that's so fair. looking down the league, you got to ask yourself, Hayes, who's going to be the top five players in the league after Braun is gone? Tatum, Anthony Edwards, John Morant. KD still up there? KD still up there at that point, I think. That's fair. So that's four. I need one more. Steph? I think by that, you said when LeBron's out the league. So LeBron just signed a new, what, four-year contract? contract so Steph at that point is close to 40 I don't think Steph stopped top five at that point he may be top yeah. 20 but I don't think Steph top five at that point okay so we're going with the young guns another young player if Zion could stay healthy I'll say Zion Williams he's yo Zion is Zion keep giving us these highlights of these windmills dog yeah that's not that's not enough for me because his team has already shown that yo we could put up a fight but we need that extra piece that extra piece not there for sure, I feel that. I feel uh, Brandon got, Ingram he, took a hell of a step last season. Let's see right. if that's real. He I, I respect, and I re, and I respect his game. Shout out to my boy Jar of the Great Area. He 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 thought the Kuz, 
the Cal Kuzma move was the wrong move. And I understood where he was mm. coming from because uh, Brandon Ingram is a much versatile, versatile player than Kuzma. Kuzma is just a shooter at this point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He played a little bit of defense, but a Brandon little bit Ingram, more than that, but I get what you said. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but I don't think Brandon, I don't think Brandon Ingram is top top five, maybe not even top 10. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not top five. No, I'm not saying I, I'm not willing that's to what say I, that. That's all. what I'm saying. So when I'm looking at when I'm looking at the Lakers future, I'm looking at who's the next big fish are we going to land? Because we never not looked at a big fish. At one point, everybody every offseason is Laker offseason. Who you know the whether the whether or not the rumors were close to being the truth, it was yeah. they were still somehow linked to the Lakers. More, yeah, they they're in every every rumor as far as trade toward, towards the star. But does it concern you at all that you ha- that you're looking towards what can you bring in rather than what you're building? Because you guys have given up a lot of young players over the time. I'm going to ask you eventually which one do you wish if you had to pick one, which one do you wish was still on this team? But like looking at the future draft picks for the Lakers, you guys have. You're losing your own picks in the next three drafts. The Pelicans have the right to swap in 2024, 25, and they own it in 23. So the next mm-hmm. time you have your own first-round pick is 2026. Mm-hmm. Do you worry at all about the longevity? And again, as we know, there's always going to be a star that wants to come to the Lakers. But as far as building your own, like, like you did with Kobe, mm-hmm. do you worry at all that you don't necessarily have a clear path to having your own star that you can build? The draft, I'm not so. The draft, I'm not so concerned about. Mainly because uh-huh. when you think about Kobe, we actually had we got we gave you up Vlade. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. But even though you're right though, because we we had our eyes on Kobe. Outside of that, we never really had our eyes on anybody except for Lonzo, and I think that was even forced in there at some point yeah. because you know that draft, we, we it could have went different ways. So honestly, it depends on the players that come out within the next three to five years. Okay. Uh, but I think the Lakers organization is smart enough to understand that, yo, we give up these picks. That means we are going to headhunt when it comes to these off seasons in the near future. So is there a bit of concern? Yes. But at the same time, I can't be so much worried about it because I don't know who's the next guy that's coming out of college like that. Okay. We okay. assumed that we assumed that it was going to be Zion, but Zion hasn't been on the court yet. You know what I'm saying? And, said he it, has, I, and he has top five talent. Don't get me wrong. Oh, for sure. For sure. But it's you, just if he can stay on the court. They need exactly. to, they, I've said it before, they need to get Zion a Sensu Bean from DBZ and he'll be straight. Like if they can get him a Sensu Bean, a Baca tank, something like that, he'll be all right. <laughs> and, put him on, and, and, and put him on that keto diet. But, <laughs> yeah, the keto. but but if you ask me as a Lakers fan and my concern, absolutely. We The game is changing. The game has yeah. changed so many times since Jerry Buss has left us. You know what I'm saying? So not only... Did we have to adjust to it? Like Jeannie Buss got to adjust to the times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We might have to send a kite over there to, to Mr. West and say, we need whatever you got. We need a little bit of it. You know what I mean? We need, to, <laughs> we need, we need that old thing back. So, yeah, am I concerned? Absolutely, because these are different times. We have to adjust how the times are moving. For sure. This is, sure. This is not – you know, you know our number one pitch as a Laker is – the weather is the Lakers. scenery, the movie stars. Yeah. yeah, that's no longer the pitch because everybody that plays for these other teams, they live in LA already. That's a big point. That's a, that's a good point there. That's fair, 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 and an honest, objective views on the team. I appreciate that. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna flip it because mm-hmm. I can I say it all day. They know my perspective on it. How do you view my team and what my team's done? How, where do you think my team sits as somebody who's not necessarily follows the Bulls in and out like I do every day? Well, here's the thing. This, the Bulls has always been my second favorite franchise. I never really okay. bring it up as an adult because 
I actually like to debate with Bulls fans that keep throwing the six for six in my face. All right, good. But <laughs> I was actually happy. I mean, I was, I was look, if you want to ask me who did I who would I want to bring back, it would definitely be Caruso and, and Lonzo off bat. Fair, fair. And y'all got both of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? So for that, by the way, thank you. We appreciate you. Those two, <laughs> those two I want back. Uh, and I also want uh Levine. I wanted Levine at one point too. But um I think you guys are just one superstar away. That's it. You know, y'all snatched up the whole California point guard. Uh, guard. You know, yeah, y'all yeah, snatched up yeah. everything. So y'all just need one more superstar. And then the East, the whole structure of the East, East has changed. So it's not like I want y'all to lose. No, I, I mean, having the Bulls, it's like when the Raiders winning in the NFL. It's good for the NFL. When the Bulls are winning, it's good because we – if you watch basketball in the 90s, you know how important the Bulls was in the 90s. You know what I'm yeah. saying? The pros and the cons of being a Bulls fan is y'all will always have that ghost of Michael Jordan. That's the closest to perfection that you'll ever get. You got uh, MJ and then you got Jesus. So it's like, <laughs> y'all have to do, y'all, it's a gift and curse. Same thing yeah. that we're probably going through right now with Kobe. You know what I mean? Even though we have sure. LeBron, LeBron is not Kobe. You know what I'm I mean? Glad so I, that. <laughs> I'm I glad think, you said that. I'm glad you said that. I just, think, I, just, I just think personally, like the Bulls are just one step away. But the one thing that I've I paid attention to the past couple of years is that y'all made the y'all made the smaller moves, the building blocks mm -hmm. for the Bulls to get better. And y'all made some noise. Adding Caruso, yo, a lot of people was calling me crazy by saying this man has much more respect than a lot of players on his on his Laker roster. And they didn't understand what I meant. He was a South Bay Laker before he was a Los Angeles Laker. Mm -hmm. He really got Worked it out himself of up through the G League. And that's how he got a mural. So when Cass was laughing, it was like he got almost more murals than Kobe. And I said, he started from the mud, bro. And he plays hard. He don't complain about playing time. He get in and he does what he did. If you, if you look at the plus and minuses with him and off the court or on the court with LeBron and AD, come on now. You know what I mean? He's one of the reasons why we made a splash in the bubble. This is facts. This is facts. How do you how do you view as somebody who watches the league? I didn't know the, the Bulls were your second favorite team. Had no idea. I've known you for like four years. Had no idea. But uh, how do how do you feel about Patrick Williams? That, that's it's a big point of debate amongst Bulls fans. And some people see it. Some people see the superstar. Because y'all was raving about people, him early. Y'all was raving yes. about him. Some I, people, I, some people think that he's not. He, he, they don't see it for him at all. They think that because of the lack of aggression production so far. How do you view Patrick Williams and where he could end up developing in this NBA? Because he's still young. Like when people and I and, and I don't. I ain't gonna say I hate to bring bring him up again, but it's important we we talk about this man Kobe. He had the mindset to take over. Mm. Everybody don't have that mindset. Pat might have the the, the skill set to take over, but look, you you brought over <laughs> you brought over so many guards, right? And looking at the guards that y'all brought over, it doesn't really affect his talent because y'all got y'all got Caruso to come over there to help with a little bit of offense, but for mainly defense. Y'all got Lonzo over there to run the offense, right? Yeah, to pretty much Hopefully, run the offense. if he's healthy. Yeah, but who's the identity of the Bulls? That's the biggest thing, right? Is that we. We really have not. I love this team, and I and we've developed our identity as this tough, scrappy team. 
Uh, but I don't think we've like developed that play style that people are just like, hey, this is what the Bulls are going to do. Other than, unfortunately, we got the of isolation ball with Demar and Zach. Other than that, like we don't really have that per se. We don't have that big personality, right? Like even during the Derrick Rose era, it was Derrick Rose and Joe. And some people would even say Joe was more the leader of that team because Joe's personality, is, is, is the fact he was verbal and everything like that. The Bulls really don't have that type of player right now. And I think that's a big part of what we're missing. But you still separated what Joe brought to the table versus what Rose brought to the table. The yeah. identity was Derrick Rose. Yeah. Before that, the identity was Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, but more mm. so Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Yeah. So, so now where are we at? Is it Lonzo's team? Is it Demar's team? Or is this just one of those teams where this is just a? Is it? Or is it like considered like the Cavs, where y'all just got some solid players all the way around? I think that's what it is right now. And until Zach fixes some of the things and, and and becomes a bigger personality and a bigger leader, we can easily say that it's Zach's team because I think it's built around his skill set, like the pieces that they brought in. But as far as like an identity, yeah, I think it's just it's the sum of the parts right now. And, and it's easy for us fans to say, well, if you just add on another superstar, then it'll be all fine. Bro, you yeah. just need to find that piece that's going to say we can beat Milwaukee, we can beat Brooklyn, we can beat Philly. Outside of that, bro, y'all good. Yeah, y'all got to worry about those three teams, and obviously, obviously, you got to worry about the Bucks because we we talking about defending champs, what two time MVP? Yeah, and Giannis, and a fifty piece in the finals to end it all. So it's like y'all got to worry about them. Then you got Philly is going to be around for obvious reasons. But I think y'all could beat Philly. Philly's beatable. I think, too, yeah. so Philly's beatable, yeah. So now we only talk about two teams in the East right now. We're talking about Brooklyn, and we're talking about Milwaukee. And that's only what about Miami? They, yo. <laughs> yo. Yeah, I was yo, just about to say, yeah. you can't forget Miami, yo. bro. Like, yo, like, I apologize. Jimmy Butler <laughs> is one of my favorite players in the world, bro. The performance he put on in a bubble, dog, that was unmatched yeah. right there. And he, when yeah. you talk about... I literally seen this man put a team on his back. He gave his all, bro. And, and y'all stop making fun of him for getting uh, those extensions. Let that man live his life, okay? No, nah, man, come on. We, we got to throw a little shade at the extension, bro. You can't tell he me gonna, you didn't see that. You wasn't like, Jimmy, what you doing, bro? No, he going to get his jokes, but I'm like, he'll still give you buckets. That's still Jimmy buckets. He'll do it with or without the dreads. <laughs> facts. Facts you can't take away from that. Facts. Yeah, I was just—I had to point that out. You can't forget about Miami. That, so, I think so, Philly's so, beatable. So, so, so yeah. in other words, what I'm saying is the Bulls can be anywhere from a lower, uh, a lower tier playoff team in the East to a top three or four playoff team in the East. And any give you already know any given Sunday. Shout out to NFL, dog. Y'all can catch Milwaukee slipping. Y'all can catch the Brooklyn, uh, especially Brooklyn. Brooklyn is like. Oh, I'm. You see, I didn't mention Brooklyn, right? I, I said Miami. I didn't mention Brooklyn because we don't know what is like. What Ben is Ben Simmons even going to be mentally ready to play? Is Kyrie Irving going to all of a sudden quit basketball and move into the desert? Like we, anything could be and, possible. And, and, again. Here's the thing about Brooklyn. This is what they got to worry about. This is why I was kind of like, uh, when it came to Kyrie, if a political issue happens in America this year, you can count Kyrie to he's not playing this year. That's his injury. <laughs> That's his injury to stand up for the country. So we are we already know, dog. So that's uh, no man. The Bulls are in is in a good place. It's just y'all just need to get to that extra. It's just one more player. Yeah, I think y'all back. I agree. Shout out to we either, we either a player developing into that or a signing or trade away from really being contenders. 
and that's re- and that's really up to Pat because we've seen Demar in the offseason get better. That's yeah. why y'all went to go get him. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, barely look, man. Thank you. Any anything left? NBA in general, Bulls, Lakers, anything before we go, brother? Yeah, Lakers in five against who? Anybody? The Sparks? Maybe anybody. anybody, <laughs> anybody, anybody. My spark, hey, my Sparks not doing too good this season. Uh, uh, Lakers in five against anybody while we while we're healthy. Who has the better record, the Bulls or the Lakers this season? The Bulls. Thank you. Y'all, That's all I y'all, need to hear. Y'all, y'all playing a weaker conference. The week we're the deeper <laughs> conference. What you talking about? I, yo, that's so subjective, dog. It I, really it, it, is. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. I still I think the East is deeper, at least right now on paper. We'll see. Like I said, there's always a team that made a bunch of moves that on paper look good that end up not working out. And I can't wait to see which one of those teams are because there are right now legitimately nine teams that are fe- that are fighting over those f- top eight playoff spots again one of them is going to be a playoff playing team and i can't wait to see who that is do, do you have a do you have a prediction for the finals already or is it too early it's too early i have i've tried not to make those type of predictions without seeing how some of these acquisitions work out on the court together um so yeah i don't have that ask me right. ask me two weeks into the season okay so well other than that who would you like to see in the finals you can be biased. You can be biased too. That's I mean, bi- bias all day. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say I would. I would love, love to see Bulls Memphis in the finals. I would just love. Oh. To see that. I would love to see that in the finals. Fully hey, healthy, I would love to see that in the finals. That's just pure athleticism all over the place. But but realistic. So I gave my fan. But realistically, who I would love to see in the finals, um, I want to. Either way, my answer in the West is going to be Memphis because I'm a huge John Morant guy. I would love mm. to see Miami Memphis in the finals this upcoming year without seeing anybody play. I would love to see that be the finals. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, by, bias wise, let, let me get a let me get a Lakers in Brooklyn. Let me get okay. a Lakers in Brooklyn. That's just a lot. That's that's the opposite of athleticism, but that's a lot of star power. That's a lot uh, of star power. Non-biased, non-biased. It's hard to go against those Golden State boys, man. So I would yeah. say, I would say Golden State. Let me get let me get a Golden State in Milwaukee. That'd be a fun series. I got I got I got oh, Golden State in five in that though. You know what? I take that back. Let me get a let me get a Golden State in Miami. Ooh, now that is a nice. That's just that's a chess match, bro. Because the, the coach is in that as well. I, the coach is in that. That's a chess match, brother. I I think Jimmy Butler deserved a championship run again. Oh, I agree. I agree with that as well too. Um, yeah, yeah. So. That's it, bro. Go ahead and give me your social media. Plug all your shows, man. Let's get up out of here. Open Run with BTG every Wednesday. BTG for President every Thursday. Of course, I'm. Uh, that's a part of the Rare Signers Network. I'm also a part of the Breaks Radio with my brother right here. Uh, the Lunch Break and Black Horror Humor. Hayes, I appreciate you. I love you, my brother. The things you're doing with Chicago, the Bulls, the Bears in general. Boy, let me tell you, that's a working man right there. You, it, <laughs> I appreciate you. I'm glad that I've met you in life to be a part of something like this. So you know, keep doing your you, thing, man. man. And I and I hope the Chicago Bulls win the championship in the near future after my Lakers. Fair enough, fair enough. I appreciate that, my brother. Thank you for joining. I'm going to have you on again because I'm going to try to do this thing uh, where I bring in somebody who covers the teams that we face over the course of the season. So I will bring you in for one of the Bulls-Lakers matchups for sure. Uh, but you guys already know you can follow me at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, BullsCentralPod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and a voicemail number to do so, 773-270-2799. Make sure y'all follow my brother Baylor. Thank you again for joining, bro. And we out this month. Peace, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.